everybody, and welcome back to the Warp Lords podcast. My name is Mike Danger Votor, and I will be your host, your dungeon master, and the guy who does the words and the clickety clacks of the dice. Tonight we pick back up on Tales of the Blood Moon. I'm joined by my players, Jared, Graham, Devin, and Santino. Why don't you guys tell me who you're playing, and then we'll recap about what happened last week and get into it. Hey everybody, uh, it's Jared here. Um, in this campaign, I am playing Zulroth, also known as Zul, the young spider, uh, student, artist, guy. Young spider sounds like a SoundCloud trap rapper. <laughs> dude, now young spidey, dude. No, that's dumb. No, it's young spider, but S-P-Y-D. ER. Yeah, spelled hate, like the paintball gun. So much. <laughs> Tight. Um yes. so yeah, that that's who I'm playing. Well, you know him, you love him. It's your boy, Devin, playing Rhubarb, the cat. Just little cheese eating scoundrel. <laughs> uh you you don't know him, you don't love him. It's uh it's me, Graham, and I'm playing Blair, an artist who's gonna kill someone someday. Someday, for sure. You just met me. You're still figuring me out. It's Santino, and I'm playing Amatsu, who's a Tengu healer guy who is uh, along for the cheese ride. Along for the cheese ride. Tight. And what happened on last week's cheese ride, gentlemen? What happened indeed? We made it. We made it to the town. Fight. We were fighting a monster type thing. Yeah, we were. Originally, we were split up. Uh, Rhubarb and Zul were inspecting a tower um, when uh, Emmy and Blair were attacked by some sonic monster noise thing, and they asked us to meet up with them. So we went to that town that was presumably full of exiles uh, from Ashad. Yeah, that sounds about right. And then while we were there, it seemed like the town was... Like almost everyone might have been murdered or some sort of battle. Maybe not. They're, maybe they're not all dead. But also, our uh, companions may be inside. We're suspicious that they're there. We're trying to find them. Oh yeah, that's right. That's our motivation. <laughs> our two yeah. companions. We're trying to save them. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Zul uh, named his three giant metal balls uh, clackers uh, and weaponized his clackers. What else happened? Um, I think Blair found out that his art interacts with the real world in an interesting way. Oh, yeah. He went full on shock zone. Yeah, it started getting real spooky. And now I need to know how much further that goes. <laughs> I need to know the extent of I want to know if I can kill someone with my art, is what I'm saying. That's something I can't understand. How you could just kill a man. <laughs> we'll see. I mean, only time will tell. We pick back up. You guys are in the 
opening of town next to the cathedral that has been broken a bit by the creature that you were fighting. It jumped off of the roof, and it was shot by Emmy, and you guys kind of downed the creature. It physically stopped moving, and you guys are now in a position to start exploring the town. You're kind of on the left-hand side of it at this point. I need a couple of checks. Can you all make me sense checks? And Graham, can you make me an intelligence check? Okay. Fail on any sense. Uh, fail the sense check, blackjack the intelligence. Okay. Uh, Zul, unfortunately, also failed the sense check. I passed mine. I rolled a two. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. So, Blair, you are very distracted looking at your drawing as it has been active. It has been constantly interacting with the space on the page. As you noticed last week when we met, uh, the, or the creature had stopped moving. You now see that the small little, like, circular black flowing like water mark, so to speak, is now gone. It has moved off of the page somewhere. Huh. You are unable to see where. It didn't disappear. It left the paper. It seems like it left somewhere. You can't seem to find it. You, like, flip okay. the page over, you turn it around, you, like, look upside down, you even fucking shake it, because you're kind of, like, out of options. You don't see where it went on this thing. <laughs> it has certainly become unpinned, and it has separated itself from the dead husk that is still dead center on the page. Uh, okay, you don't like that. And, Devin, with your pass... You think you hear breathing and a low growling coming from inside the building just directly next to you and your companions. You also think that you might hear a faint sound of a female voice, but it's too far away. You're unable to make out what they're saying. But do I know the direction that it's coming from? It's coming from inside the building that you're standing next to. So the same same building as the growling? Yes, 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 okay. yes. All right, well, let's investigate. Okay, cool. There's a large opening inside of the first room of this building, because the creature kind of crashed through the roof and through the wall when he was shot and knocked down to the, the ground. Or you could walk in through the front door. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll let my companions know what's going on, and we can make a decision, so. Yeah, cool. I hear commotion coming from in this building right here. Should we check it out? Uh, once he points it out, uh, is it safe to assume that we all hear the sounds? Yeah. You guys take a moment and you definitely hear the low growling. Those of you who failed your sense checks, you don't hear the girl's voice, but you definitely hear the growling. Does the growling sound similar to whatever sounds the creature we just felled was making? No. Okay. You told us about the the girl's voice too, right, uh, Devin? Yes, yes, I did. I don't hear that myself, but uh, I can definitely hear a creature. So if we're going in there, we might want to be prepared for another fight. I look to the other two, see how they're feeling. I'm always prepared for a fight. Oh, I'm I'm feeling fine, uh, as always. Huh? But yeah, I guess Blair's just feeling great based on that. <laughs> 
You're just feeling normal. Everything's kind of cool. I mean, I pa- I failed my sense check, so. So, let's open the door. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'll I'll go over to the hole and I'll try to like watch through that with my crossbow as they open the door. Okay. The three of you open the door and walk in through the entryway, and you walk into a small dark hallway. Um, a little bit of light filters in from the end of the hallway, and you see the shadow of Emmy down at the opposite end. It appears as though there are cages that line this entryway that you're in. And give me just a sec here. As you're trying to get your bearings and trying to look around, reminder, do you, did any of you guys have a light source that you're using? I know we struggled with this last time. I have low light vision, so. Yeah. I want to say I had something, but I don't, wait a minute, let me look. When I wrote my stuff down, I just mostly focused on artwork, <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I, I specifically don't have a torch, but I'm, I'm also outside, so I assume that there's still sun out here. Oh, I, I was thinking of the lighter fluid. Yeah, I don't have anything. Yes, uh, speaking of that, there is no sunlight. Okay, how, uh, how have we been seeing up until now? Is, is there moonlight? There's moonlight. It is. It is very much nighttime. Okay. I don't know why I thought it was the daytime this whole time. Well, it was daytime for a while, but we're we're kind of past this point. Every time I tried to have you guys make me sense checks for that, you all failed. <laughs> I've been trying to point it out for the better portion of two sessions, but nobody has noticed. That it was dark out? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> You'd think we'd notice that. I mean, in a dark forest where it feels like nighttime? No. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Just, I, I might have the wrong vision here. Is this town not in a clearing? Uh, it, there are still tree canopies and trees within the town, so, like, it's not very open. There are, oh, there's okay. openness to it, but you guys were a little bit distracted about getting bombarded by a giant creature. Seems like someone really should have gotten a torch <laughs> and would have been smart. Hey, nah. Danger, I want to look around by, like, the doorways to see if there's just, like, one of those torches in a wall. I mean, we all have matches and lighter fluid. And I have a fuck ton of gauze. Someone also has low-light vision. I know, that's why I'm not lighting a torch. <laughs> that's fine, too, I guess. Uh, Jared, no. These guys all have matches and lighter fluid. They can make one if they wanted to. You do not see torches on sconces. Devin, as you begin to kind of take the lead and look about with your low-light vision, looking inside of these cages, you see a bunch of emaciated dogs, and they begin to bark. All of you hear a cacophony of hunting hounds as they begin to bark and scream and howl inside of this entryway. What do you guys do? But they're in the cages. Yes. Probably leave them in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not let them out. But on the other hand, all the owners are <laughs> dead now, so we can't just leave all of these dogs to die. We absolutely can. But they're dogs, and I feel sympathy for dogs. We could release them later. We don't need to release them now. Well, if anything else, they are giving away our position, so uh, we want to get out of here as quickly as possible. Oh. I'm going to try to speak to one of the dogs telepathically and see if they can respond. <laughs> Hello there, okay. dog. Are you okay? Bark? That's a no. <laughs> Bark? B- w- wolf? Hello, I am a friend. 
Actually, wait, one thing, Danger. Bark twice if you understand what I'm saying. Are the ones being spoken to in their heads, do they stop barking? Uh, one of the dogs does stop barking. Okay. In real life, yes. <laughs> Bark. <laughs> this conversation's gonna go really far. Okay, well, what did they say? You're just kind of standing there, st- in this room full of barking dogs. It does not bark twice. Okay. I would like to try to use something I haven't used yet, uh, called psionic suggestion. Um, and I want to try to suggest to one of the barking dogs, please stop barking and sit down. Okay, let me go ahead and just make an intelligence check for this creature and see if it understands that. <laughs> this might be a waste of time, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's an 11, so that's going to be a no. Fair enough. It stops barking, but like it doesn't sit down in its cage. It seems very confused as to where this voice is kind of coming from. Mm-hmm. So you hear a whimpering and movement against the cage that's kind of all you get from the dog Mm -hmm. okay do these dogs seem like rabid or do they just seem like hunting dogs that have been caged up okay they seem rabid they look emaciated they look like they're fucking foaming at the mouths they look like they're ready to eat anything they can get their hands on okay i'm sorry guys but i don't think that i'm gonna be able to communicate with these dogs okay that's very unfortunate, but it is very loud, and none of us can, so maybe we should keep no a moving. No one asked you to do that, so we're gonna. Ke- I'm going to keep exploring. You managed to sketch out the... You can't quite tell if it's a good sketch, again, because it's fucking pitch black yeah. in this room, and you're yeah. drawing. However, you definitely make sure to make them look sad as fuck. Okay. Your companions don't seem to notice that you are sneakily drawing in the corner as they're trying to talk to dogs telepathically. Okay. That's a that's a sentence right there. Yep. Cool. So, Devin, you're moving on in further? Yep. Um bypassing the dogs trying to find the the voice. Make me an uh an agility check, please. I sure can. Can I blackjack it? Tight. Those of you who follow, I need agility checks as well. Fail. Uh, pass for me. Oop, pass for me as well. So, Blair, as you're kind of walking through here, one of the dogs tries to take a bite at you as you're walking through. Can you please roll me a post? Agility or? Yeah, you're, I mean, to dodge, yes. Okay. 31. 35, excuse me. 35? Okay, yeah, no, that will be good. Uh, I rolled a 32. Tight. Yeah, you manage to uh, just barely dodge out of the way. One of the dogs it finagles its head and squeezes it through in between the bars, and it comes out and it tries to snap at you as you're walking by. You just barely manage to get out of the way of it, as you do. Oh well, it's fine. You guys walk into the direct kind of center of the room, and there is a set of double doors. It looks like fully leading inside of this building. You push through, opening the door. Well, actually, sorry. Do you do anything before you open the doors? They are closed. I'm going to ask one last question about the dogs. Okay. Are there any dogs that don't look rabid? No. <laughs> no more questions about the dogs. <laughs> I just want to put my ear against the door and just listen through. Okay. Go ahead and make me a sense check. That's a three of four, so that's a pass. Great. 
you begin to listen in and you hear what sounds like wood against wood. It almost sounds like the, like, sanding or moving and you hear faint screams and shouts from a female voice further in. Uh, I tell you guys all of that. Okay, maybe we're coming up on the workshop, so everybody look sharp. Workshop? Perhaps. I, I don't really know. I just heard wood on wood action. Oh. Oh, okay, I understand. Uh, I open the door. <laughs> okay. You push open the door, and on the other side of the door, it looks like there's, like, a big sort of open, just a big open room. The back end, there's a staircase that leads further up into this seemingly, like, large open house. And then you see overlapping vines that create a knot and a web of thorny vines that fill this room. And the vines seem to be moving against each other. What do you do? Does anyone else do anything? I'm not doing anything. No way. Can I tell where the screaming was coming from? Or Upstairs. Does it sound like, now that we can hear it, does it sound like our companion? Yeah, make me an intelligence check. Good call. I failed horribly. I Oh, one of three. I actually passed that. Yeah, I haven't spent enough time with these guys to know them. <laughs> Their voices. So, Emmy, you definitely think that this is the voice of Ramona, who is the priestess from the Heartland, the, the female healer. Who was accompanying you? All right, everybody. Uh, I believe that's Ramona. Um, We're going to have to find a way through. Danger. Yeah. Can I roll a sense check? How photogenic does the screaming sound? Go ahead and roll me that sense check. It's a two out of three. There's a lot of emotion behind the screams. There's something enticing about that that... (laughs) resonates within the fucked up mind of Blair. (laughs) It definitely seems as though there's a lot of emotion that you could capture inside of this if you find where she is. Alright, I want the, uh, I have my brush ready this time instead of having to get it out in a, in a rush in that case. She sounds panicked, right? Yeah. Oh, I don't know, she just sounded cool. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, we can all hear her. I guess we would interpret it differently. (laughs) So do, do I see you pull out this brush? I know I'm not trying to hide it, so sure. Blair, which project do you think you're about to start right now? I don't know, but I want to be ready. <sighs> um, not to interrupt or anything, but if I only hear the one voice, uh, they're probably in trouble. And if we don't hear a second vo- voice, that could be bad news. Perhaps we should hurry. Uh, I and with that. Let's go. <laughs> Did you say there was like a staircase? Yes. There's a staircase on either end of the back end of the room that lead up to a second floor. You guys can also make me sense checks through this. Okay. I failed two out of three again. Fail. I passed as well. I probably have a different interpretation of this than everyone else would like, though. <laughs> There are a seemingly two doorways on the side of the floor that you're on, you both notice. You both also notice that the only light that's filtering into the room is coming from the second floor. There's an open window with just tons of vines coming out of it. Okay. 
point the uh, the doors out. The window one, I would fe- I feel like would probably be a little more obvious. Yeah, there's also a lot of vines up there. Yeah, yeah. Like the best way that I can kind of describe this scenario that you guys walk into is every fucking spy movie where they have to go through like a laser grid, except they're vines. <laughs> Do they hurt? I mean, they're thorny. They're moving, right? And they're moving, yes. So it's probably not good. <laughs> okay, I'm going to hack at one. I'm going to transform my bow and hack at one. Hokey dokey, then. That's definitely where we want to start, yeah. Okay, well, if anyone wants to stop me, now's the time. Before you try that, Rhubarb, I have an idea. If anyone else wants to stop me, now's the time. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear what Spider-Man has to say. I pull out, uh, I pull out, uh, like my canteen or whatever I store water in, and I pour some of it out, and using my psychokinesis, I'm gonna control the water and see if I can draw the vines away towards the, towards the water. What if they're not thirsty? What the fuck? That's why I'm trying. I don't fucking know. <laughs> How is that possibly better than hacking it with a, like, sword? How is that not better? <laughs> Well, what, what, does anything happen? <laughs> Are you just trying, you're just trying to poke it with the water or you're just pulling it out of your, like, canteen? He's trying to entice it with the water. Yeah, I'm trying to get them to, like, move away to, like, make a path by drawing them towards the water. It's a fucking plant, dude. They need water and sunlight. And every time you've attacked the forest, it's resulted poorly. You pull the water out and you start trying to filter it and bend it into the center of the room and it seems as though there's one vine that does kind of like poke the water and then it seems to potentially drink it but it doesn't do anything for the rest of them okay that didn't work as well as i thought it would if if no one else has any better ideas i guess slash the vine uh i actually do have an idea okay so uh are you gonna draw it yes actually I'm going to draw rhubarb <laughs> hacking them and see if magically it just severs them without our direct involvement. <laughs> it's so Sure, funny. go for it. All we heard was like, I'm going to draw you. <laughs> <laughs> one is a pass A and one is a blackjack. Okay. So pass and a blackjack. You definitely draw it and the image comes to life and you see... Where the vine severs, it regrows and turns into two vines. In real life or in the drawing? In the drawing. Okay, so it didn't it didn't do anything. It in didn't real life. do anything. Can I make an intelligence check on that one to see if I can understand that th- it worked last time because I used the blood? Yeah, go or for it. Or can I just know that? You can make an intelligence okay. check. Uh three out of five. You definitely think that the blood that you used as an ink affected the outcome with the brush. I am gonna show Rhubarb that drawing in that case. Uh, I'm thinking we shouldn't slash at these. Okay. Yeah, like, you see an an animated picture sketched by Blair, and it shows you taking your swords and cutting the vine in half, and then they grow into their own vines and start to tangle more. Seems like we should skip out on attacking them. I have another question. Yep. So, like, it's completely dark in here, correct? There is light coming from the second floor. Does it look like... Can't see, like, the window up there, though, right? That Where it's coming through? 
I mean, like, it's an open doorway with a shit ton of vines coming out of it. That's all you can see. Okay. Because my thought was, maybe I'll just bust a hole in the wall and see if the sunlight, like, makes it, you know, makes the shit, like, move away it's from it. It's nighttime. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, um, Emmy, <laughs> I, you, you can fly, right? I can. It's just a bit narrow up there, and I... Like, and I'm, I, I'm assuming just looking at it, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough flight, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I was going to suggest perhaps leaving the building, uh, and see, flying above to see if there's a better view from there. Okay. That's actually not a bad idea. Um, bye. Watch out for the dogs though. Oh, I just won't fuck with them. And I don't <laughs> fuck with the dogs at all. I just do the opposite of fucking. In fact, if that hole that I was looking through is, like safer I'll, I'll fucking exit that way fuck that yeah there are less dogs and dog cages around the hole than the rest of the hallway okay yeah i'm I'm gonna head that way that's that's Ooh. how i exit i also use telepathy on emmy okay so that we can communicate cool yeah so uh emmy you fly out of the building are you flying over top of it like to the roof or are you flying around back where what are you doing uh i'm i'm gonna go out I'm going to give myself a little bit of distance from it, and then I'm going to fly up and over. Okay. So I'm not going to be, like, I'm not going to be within, like, melee range of the building. For sure. Uh, it's cool, yeah, so you, you fly up, you observe the building from over top. It seems as though there are three floors total to the building, so there's potentially one more that you haven't seen yet from mm. inside. There are the two annex buildings, which you can quickly put together, are off of that first room that you saw and most importantly what you see is on the back end of the building the vines are shooting out the back of it and into the forest okay uh you said we have telepathy right now right so i can talk yes. to you mentally okay. yeah i didn't ask i apologize uh honestly i thought we still had it because we never declared we stomped but i don't know i just figured i'd say it yeah emmy's emmy's cool with that for what that's worth Okay, so with that, uh, I'm trying to say, are there any windows that aren't vined out? Or or holes, I guess. Well, there's a huge hole coming out of the back of the of the building where the vines are emerging from. Uh, there are also a couple of windows that you see the light coming from. Uh, as I fly around, do I hear the, the woman screaming coming from any of the- Ramona's screaming coming from any of those? Yeah, you hear it coming from the, the third floor. All right. Uh, I'm going to relay that to you. I'm going to get back to you and say, uh, I can hear it. it. It seems to be coming from the third story. We might be able to bypass the second if we just come in this way. Hey, guys. Uh, it seems like uh, Emmy seems to have found an entrance to the third floor, potentially. I'll lead the way. So he goes out the same Does way. Does it seem big enough that Spider-Man can even fit through it? Oh, probably not. Uh, it really only seems big enough for... Smaller than you sized creatures, no offense. I I could probably knock a hole in the wall to make space. This building's already pretty fucked, so I don't feel that bad. <laughs> it's okay. But if time is of the essence, I'm definitely just trying to get rhubarb over here, because, you know, him and I could probably do something. Hey, oh, you know what? Also send Blair out here. He does that cool drawing thing. <laughs> yes, I'm I'm currently leading them. Oh, okay, yeah, that's good. Just don't be surprised if we don't wait for you. That's all. 
oh, don't worry about it. I can just, I can stand on the wall. So I don't know if you knew that I could do that. So I'll just wait out there. Honestly, I, I'm so confused because you can stand on the wall, but you can't do the web thing. It's like, are you a spider? I just don't know. Are you a spider? Are you a man? Will we ever find I out? honestly don't know how to answer that question. Not sure why you want a white goo coming out of my... <laughs> anyway, uh... It's not actually a goo. It's actually a fiber. Ah, I see that you're well-versed in, uh, spider, uh... Spiderology. Physiology. Is that the right word? I don't know. It's actually not that. It's that I'm really versed in fibers and goos. I don't really know a lot about spiders, but fibers and goos I know a lot about. Ah, interesting. I will make a mental note of that. That he's the goo guy? Can you actually not? This was kind of a private thought that you weren't <laughs> supposed to hear. Oh, well, I apologize. I'm sorry. Sometimes <laughs> no I worries. forget to turn it off. No, it's okay. Uh, so we make our way out. Do we have any issues getting out of the building? No, the dogs are still kind of barking, and you guys sneak out of the we're, hole. We're, we we sneak out, and uh, yeah, uh, Emmy, Emmy, there you are. Uh, which which area are we supposed to go to? You have to climb up to the third story. You might need to carry up uh, Blair, but Catboy is probably good. In fact, I can carry him. Does anyone have a rope? I do. Uh, okay, I have an idea. Did you ask that aloud, or were you still talking telepathically? I asked that to all you guys. Okay, then yeah. I, I'll I'll just walk up to or fly down to Rhubarb, and I'll just offer to carry Rhubarb and skip the climbing portion. Yeah. I mean, my my plan was just to get up there and, like, tie the rope onto something or something like that <laughs> so you can climb up. Are there vines on the outside of this building? Yeah, around back. Is this where we're trying to go? You tell me. Uh, it sounded... Uh, so So Emmy's idea here is that this is where the the screaming was loudest, was the window that I'm bringing you guys to. So that's... Emmy's trying to go in this way. Oh, yeah. Deja, you said the uh, the vines were shooting up towards the forest. Are they actively, like, launching out still? Or they're just going that way eventually they seem to be moving still rapidly or that's what i mean it's pretty slow okay it's not like it's somebody trying to start a lawnmower as far as like the the vines moving at that kind of pace they're they're slowly moving into the forest and from out of the forest into the building so it seems like there are some that go out some that go in all right are we doing the rope thing what's the plan here all right, so, uh, Rhubarb, you're the only one who can see in the dark. How about I just carry you up there, and you look through the window, and you decide if it's safe enough to go in? Sounds good. I need you to make a strength check to fly Rhubarb up there, please, Emmy. Those of you who are climbing, I also need Ooh, strength checks. Ooh, one, baby. Hell yeah. Which is good, because I only have a strength of two. <laughs> so yeah, you pick up the cat and his big-ass wheel of cheese, fly him up there, you guys are up by the third floor. I'm going to look through the hole in the ceiling or wall. Uh, you look through the window. Oh. Because you guys are kind of posted on the western side of this building, which isn't oh, okay. completely destroyed. But you can look in, and you see that Ramona is currently standing in front of some sort of altar. Like, it is, uh, it is a stone altar set into the floor, different carvings on the side of it. And it seems as though the vines in here have bound her up and are holding her in the air. And the individual vines are, like, 
ripping off bits of her skin and it's harvesting her blood into the basin. Kinky. Uh, yeah, there's some real fucked up shit going on in here. <laughs> okay, uh, should we go in? Is she in there? She's in there. All right, and I just throw, I toss you in. I just toss you in. I don't wait. I don't wait for the end of that statement. <laughs> we got someone to rescue. Um, you probably can't throw me hard enough to go through a window. <laughs> well, we're gonna fucking find out, aren't we? Uh, you want to roll opposed agility with a minus ten because you're throwing a cat. Cats always land on their feet. Yeah, they always land on their feet. Oh, is it, wait, hold on, hold on. Is, is there a glass on? There, there's glass. Yeah, you're throwing him through the glass. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, I'll, I'll go with this, but I, I thought it was just open, and I would, I meant no, like. No, sorry. A... It's very clean glass. You almost don't notice it's there. <laughs> if it is glass in there, I don't think Emmy would have thrown him through. Uh, that was more of a. I thought it was just open, and I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna fly in and drop him. Like, I mean, we this. can, we can wreck on it. Like we, we haven't done the roll yet. Like you don't have to just fucking throw him in. Yeah, I'm not gonna throw him in. Okay. Okay. I'm going to check to see if the window can be opened now. <laughs> uh, yeah, the window can be opened. Okay. It's not latched. Fuck yeah. Does it open in or out? It opens up. Oh, oh, it's one of those windows, huh? Yeah, it's one of those windows. Like a modern window. Gotcha. Like a modern window? Yes. <laughs> okay, I open the window. Cool. Yeah, you jump on in. I'm going to have her make a sense check real quick. One second. I'm also going to come in with him for what that's worth. Holy shit. Uh, I would like to point out that Ramona just blackjacked her one out of one sense. <laughs> you, you have to, you guys have to get out of here before they, before they come back. You, you guys have to save, save yourselves. Who's they? It's the, the, <laughs> the heads and, and the. The the screaming the screaming faces. You guys need you need to leave. Sorry, you're the best healer that we have on us. You're sorry, you're the best priest from the heartland we have on us, so we kinda need you, so Oh, I was gonna say we should just mercy kill her. But <laughs> I guess we can try saving her. Yeah, how about just watch over my back maybe and I'll I'll do it I can here. Alright. Just what I was gonna do before danger. If I'm using my arachnid ability to climb mm -hmm. on things that can support me, do I still need to roll a strength? No, to... you you very much have arachnid. You're good. My plan was to just go up there and tie a rope <laughs> so that Blair can get up if he wants. Okay, cool. I I do want yes. Look at the rabbits, Ramona. <laughs> 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 Look at the pretty rabbits. <laughs> what about the puppies, rhubarb? Um, okay, so looking at her, uh, I'm assuming that it's it's looking pretty dire, but Emmy's not going to give up on her. Um, you look at the way that she is bound. It seems as though the way that they're kind of like ripping her apart is intentional. Like you see the carvings of skin are in different patterns and sigils uh make me an intelligence check anyone that's in here can i just can i say that i'm like ah just looking through the window but i can't fit in you're you set up your rope and you're you're like on the outskirts of the window looking in yeah, I, f I failed the intelligence check also a fail seven or three pass an intelligence check you see a correlation of the patterns of missing flesh on her body 
as well as the different sigils that were on the beast that you fought before coming in here. Ah, these sigils appear to be the same as the one on the beast that we fought earlier. Must be the same kind of magic. Not very ideal. Can I sense magic? Using magic to sense magic? Sure. Make me a magic check. Okay. That is a five of six. Wow, there's some magic in here. Oh, amazing. I don't know if I can get like a school or a, or if it basically what I'm trying to get at is, is there still time is really the question I have. I don't think we're in a school. She's not dead. Um, she's very much still alive. So you think that there's still time. I mean, more in the sense. So uh, I'm assuming I have some runic knowledge. And really what I'm getting at is, can I still prevent that from being written on her body? You know? Yes. Oh, okay. The ritual here is not complete. Like, you guys come in and skin is still being ripped off by vines as you are here, and the blood is still being collected in the basin underneath her feet. All right. Okay, I don't know if this would be a separate check, but trying to use my magic, is there anything that would tell me that she can't be, that she can't teleport right now? If she had teleportation, she could probably try it. You notice that her arms and her legs are broken inside of the vines that are holding them. Like, you see cuts and, like, rips and blackness going through her arms as blood leaks down out of them as they're kind of twisted up and very fucked up. If she had the ability to do so, she probably could. You assume that if any of you guys have a teleportation skill or any sort of, you know, way to do that, you probably could fly up to her, grab her, and teleport her out of here. There's no, like, anti-magic in here there's nothing there's nothing really preventing you all from using magic okay and actually going back to your detect magic check yes you feel as though the magical vines that are in here it's not the only presence that's in here ah um i don't know if this will be a separate check but can I sense another source other, uh, other than her? I assume that she has some sort of magic other than hers or another source. Make me a sense check on this one. It's a six of four. That's a fail. Six out of four. It's like almost fucking deja vu from a little bit ago. As you're looking around for this external negative presence in the room, like you feel this very heavy negative emotion in the room around here somewhere, but you physically do not see it. Okay. Should we try setting the plant on fire? That's what I was thinking earlier. I thought maybe we would have Blair try drawing it to see if he could learn any more information about how that might go. Didn't you say one of you has lighter fluid? Yeah, I have lighter fluid. Blair, uh, could you try drawing a picture of us setting this, uh, these vines on fire and see if that might work better? Yes. Yes, I can. It's just like our fucking scrying guy. Well, it's useful as it's not shit. Scrying is it? What's the what's the actual thing I'm thinking of? I failed both. Wah wah. And I passed the third one, but it's not a blackjack. Okay. You certainly draw some vines that are on fire. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, seems like Blair wasn't able to tell. But maybe we can start spraying our lighter fluid around where the thing is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, why don't we just why don't we just try something simple? If they're collecting blood in the bucket, why don't we move the bucket first? Okay, and like, is that movable? The basin? 
I, I hope it's not. It looks real fucking hefty, dude. It's made of like some sort of stone. It's carved, ornate, and one big piece. It's like a fucking oh, okay bird bath that's in the center of the room. Um, okay. As you guys are all trying to discuss a plan of action, as you are listening to the sounds of your companion being tortured, as more and more of her skin is being ripped off. Oh, good. You see that vines are entering into the room from the staircase, and they're bringing in different materials. You see, like, hay, sticks, extra vines, stuff like that is being brought in and laid around uh, in a semicircle in front of the basin. Yeah, no, uh, kick that shit out the room, and I'm as it gets laid down, I'm just gonna pick it up and throw it out the fucking third story window. Like, fuck no. <laughs> Nothing else is getting added to this shit. Okay. It hits uh, Zul in the face because he's peering through the window trying to give us instructions on what to do. Yeah, well, his instructions are set it on fire. That's We could have done that. I know. I still want to do that. <laughs> That's fine, but I'm getting rid of all of the ritual-related things. I'm gonna start splashing lighter fluid on it. So you're splashing lighter fluid on the fucking vines. You're taking all of the shit the vines are placing down, and you begin throwing it out the window that you guys opened. While this is happening, I need you both to dodge for me, please. As the vines don't like this and they attack you. Does my size bonus come into play or no? Yes, your size bonus comes into play in this. You get a plus five. C is three, right? Yes. Actually, Devin, sorry, it's a plus ten. This creature is actually much larger. It's a seventeen for me. Okay. Oh, sorry, eighteen. That's an eighteen. Heard. Danger, if I also am doing this using telekinesis, would they attack me, or would they not know? Yes. Uh, 63. Jesus Christ. Okay. Alright, you're good on a 63. This thing didn't hit ya. Um, so if anyone rolls under a 49, uh, you take two wounds as you are punched with a very hefty, thick vine. Okay, and that goes directly to Vitality. Yes, if you have physical resistance, you can block one, as we are now going to be an initiative. Okay. Uh, well, that might drop me unconscious, right? Because that's going to drop me to negative one, and if I just took two to my vitality. So you can do what's called blocking wounds. So what's your vitality stat again? Maximum is a three. Max is a three. Right now I have a one written next to it, so I'm assuming that I have damage from last time that I haven't healed. Yes. So what you can do is you can block to other physical stats twice because you have a D-rank vitality. So what that means is you could take those wounds to your strength or your agility. <laughs> so I can get a zero in strength is what you're offering me. <laughs> Beautiful. There are options. <laughs> okay, uh, and taking this damage, does that change my pool size or my rank? It would change your rank for opposed rolls. So, like, if you take it straight to agility, it would change your agility rank for now. Okay. All right. I'm taking that to agility, then. Okie dokie. You said two physical wounds, right? I did. And it also attacks Ulroth, because they know that I'm... Because you're manipulating stuff inside of here, yes. They can tell. All right, cool. All right. So, if we're in combat now, I want to position myself to use um, Healing Burst. So okay. that way I'm also hitting our friend, because I'm going to try to heal as many of her 
skin wounds as I can. Yeah, for sure. Prolong the agony. Well, I mean, it's really to add more time to, to, so we can fucking get her out. I'm just goofing. <laughs> Hopefully it works. You just, just new boot goofing? Yeah. New boot goofing, huh? All right. <laughs> I'm going to do that, which takes one magic to activate. So I'm just going to do that. So I'm going straight to vi- vitality. Boom. Everybody in the vicinity heals one wound. Yo. Is it specifically vitality? It would specifically be a physical wound. Okay. I didn't have any, so... Sorry, does that include if I, I can use that on agility, or does it have to be vitality, then? You could do any of your physical stats that have wounds. Beautiful. You definitely heal her one, and you notice some of the skin and wounds on her chest beginning to kind of close up there for a moment. She's going to use her turn to do the same thing that you just did. You all heal four as you see light emit out of her chest and she screams as she does it. She heals herself a little bit and she heals you guys a little bit. Also physical? Uh, No, this is variable healing and healing bursts. You can heal anything. Hell yeah. If I haven't taken any wounds, but I have used pool, can I choose to heal that instead? Yep. Okay, cool. So I can use it to heal magic pool? Yes, correct. Great. Tight. Thanks, lady. Yeah, we gotta keep this guy. We gotta keep her alive. She's really good at healing. I already said that. She's the best we have. And then you see that the creature digs into the wounds in her back that are still open and bleeding, and it starts to rip her rib cage off of her vertebrae outwards out of her back. That's not tight. <laughs> that seems like a very strong vine. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Have I spread my lighter fluid yet? I'll say that you spent one of your actions to spread some lighter fluid. Zulroth also was doing that. You guys cover, like, the area of the room closest to you, like, around where you guys are standing. Covering vines, covering the floor, which is made out of wood, yada yada. I'm going to take a match out and strike it and throw it onto the lighter fluid. Okie dokie. You gotta have something witty and cool to say. What do you say? Oh, yeah. What do you got, Devin? Uh, Fuck you. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) That was so clever, dude. (laughs) Classic. You just go, fuck you, and you throw the fucking match (laughs) on the lighter fluid. (laughs) And the room starts to catch fire. Yeah! Not like in real life when the fucking match always goes out before it lights the thing on fire. Yeah. Or it doesn't light in the first place. (laughs) Yeah, dude, like in real life, it's always like six matches. These are special medieval matches. Yeah, they're more powerful. (laughs) They don't make matches like they used to, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can't blow them out. Does the vine react in any way? Oh yeah, it does not fucking like it. The vines are now thrashing around in the room. Uh, you see that they're trying to grab, there are some blankets on the other end of the room, some of the sentient vines are grabbing uh, blankets, trying to put out the fire. It's definitely not thrilled. It definitely takes some wounds. Can I target the ones that are going into her back and, like, trying to rip out a rib? I know, I assume that a bunch are in the back, I don't really know. Absolutely. You can try and target that. Okay, instead of uh, using my bolts as 
like crossbow bolts, can I stab it into them? Because I'm really just trying to get the effect of my like runes that are on it. Okay, yeah. You can still roll opposed agility and add strength to try and stab the arrow into them as you're flying. Okay. How many actions did I use? I used one to heal. Okay. Alright, I'm giving this motherfucker the stab. Wow, what the fucking anticlimactic roll. Uh, 20. You do not hit any of the vines, unfortunately. You come dangerously close to hitting her as the vines seemingly move out of the way as you begin to come towards them. So they do they leave her back? They do leave her back. She's still bound by her arms, legs, and neck as this is happening. Excellent. Unless anyone else has something else, I'm just going to go for the ones that are binding her. Yeah, do it. Go for it. All right, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna go with my makeshift dagger and just go for the next one. Oh, I was just gonna say I'm waiting for an opportunity to uh, use my telekinesis to like pull her away, but it doesn't seem like the vines have really let up much yet. They just pull her out of the vines, anyways. That won't hurt at all. Yeah. Well, I mean, when they like lose their grip, you know. I don't know. I figured the fire and getting attacked and all that shit might fuck them up. Well, they also are trying to dodge the attacks, which isn't terrible. Speaking of which, this is almost certainly a misc. I rolled a fucking 13, so. The vines that are binding her arms and legs, they don't move as you try and attack with them. They are keeping her put. What are you aiming for? Arms, legs, what? anything specific? Neck? I'll go for her. Oh, is there one on her neck? There is one around her neck, yes. Okay, yeah, then I'll go for the neck first. That seems okay. most important. You pride her from the vines, but you <laughs> forgot to bring her head with you. <laughs> the vine releases, and uh, what rune was in there, by the way? That's a Thuraz rune, so it does. Uh, it's going to do my max lightning rank damage, which is C rank. Yeah, so it does three? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, so fuck you. Fuck you. Does it let go? It lets go of her neck, and you notice that she drops down a little bit. More pressure going on to her arms and shoulders, and you hear, like, her shoulders uh, dislocate as she just kind of drops and bungees there on broken arms. That's fine. I got one more of these bad puppies that I'm gonna fucking stab into a guy. Uh, and this time I'm gonna go for uh, one of her arms, though. Okay. There, There isn't another around the neck, right? There's only the one. There was just the one vine, yeah. I'm just, I'm just gonna go for it, and... Uh, that's going to be, it's a lot higher than the last time. That's a 20, 31, 33 total. Okay. Yeah, that will hit. All right. Uh, same thing. It uses three lightning. Okay. And I think I have one more action, but I'm going to, I'll wait for other people to go. I have a question. I have a question. If I were to pull a mirror out of my bag and hold it at an angle so that Blair could see through... Would, would that work? You have a mirror? Yo, dude, who wouldn't have a mirror? You have a travel mirror? I don't know. I don't, I don't have a mirror. That, it doesn't seem like a weird to thing. To do what, Jared? So that he could see it and draw pictures to do his I thing. mean, literally, he's up on the roof, too. Like, he can just. Uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm like next to he's you. He's next to you outside oh, of the window. I climbed up. Okay. Oh, my bad. So they're outside of their win, of the window? Yeah. With the radio. radio. <laughs> Can I light an arrow on fire and then shoot it, or is that too much to? That would be two actions, but you can certainly do it. Can I light it for him, and then he can just use one action? 
I mean... <laughs> oh my god. If you just grab an arrow out of fucking Rhubarb's pack and light it on fire without him saying anything, that feels kind of weird. No, 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 no. Light. He puts it, he like, rests it on the bow and I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. And then light it on fire. You're not in the room. Like, you're not in the fire. Oh, yeah. Eh. You're outside of it. Like, what are you going to do? Fucking just hold a lighter under it until the metal catches fire? Well, no, I would have wrapped it in, like, gauze or something. <laughs> so I used an action to spread the lighter fluid and then an action to light it, right? Yes. Okay, so I only have one action left. I am going to shoot a... I'm going to shoot a serrated arrow at one of the vines that's holding on to her. Okay, cool. Uh, one of the arms? Yeah, but like a portion of the arm that's not, that's like right before it starts to wrap around her, you know, so that if, in case I miss, it doesn't hit her, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're you're trying to call shot this like past her actual arm and just hit the vine that's holding her. Yeah, I don't want to... I don't want it to hit her body if I miss, yeah? Yeah, that's going to be a called shot, so I will need you to take a negative five to the roll. Yeah. Big money, big money, no way. 37. So you see that the vine begins to retract towards the wall now that she's only being held by her legs and one of her arms. The vine creature begins to move her out of the way as it dodges. Mm. Uh, the arrow misses both. Okay. I exploded twice, so it just kind of be that way. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be like that. Well, I'm out of actions now, so. She's being held in three places, correct? Yes. Okay. Uh, well, I should try to be helpful. Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, dude. Okay. My plan was for you guys to loosen her, and then I'd be pull her with my telekinesis, but you you see the problem. I don't want to rip her limbs off. Can you heal dismembered limbs? Do you need the other side of it, or do they just grow back? We're not fucking lizards. <laughs> Maybe you're I not. I don't know how healing works. You're right, I'm not. <laughs> she might be a lizard, we don't know. <laughs> I only have one action here, so I'm going to throw one of my clackers uh, at the uh, thing that Devin just missed. Okay, go for it. Like, are you trying to sh do the same thing that Devin did, where you're trying to not hit her? Yeah, of course, dude. I'm like, the whole point is to try to keep as many of her limbs as possible. Yeah, I, I understand. Just making sure. That is a negative five to the roll. Okay. Because it is technically a called shot. It's going to be a 35. All right, 35 will hit. Does it have the same effect? <laughs> what do you mean? Does the vine let go of her arm? It does. She's only bound by her legs, so now she's upside down, and blood is now rushing down her body and spraying around the floor. So there's that. Got that going for you. That's a that's a good start. Okay. Because the other option was you freed her legs, and then she was hanging by her neck. So, I mean, I'll take this. <laughs> that's true. I feel like head, legs, arms probably would have been the play. But hey, what are you going to do? I'm out of actions for the round. I haven't actually used this yet, and it's going to take too long to use right now. But while analyzing all of this, can I use chemistry to make some Roundup to kill the vines? They're going out into the woods. I feel like we're going to need it after this, too. I agree, but, like, what do you have on you that you can make anything with? Do you have any components? 
in your inventory? You uh, got a bunch of them in the intro session, right? Yeah. I don't know. Most of the stuff you have, I feel like, is related to art. It just says chemistry supplies. I don't think we articulated what it was. Actually, make me a luck check. That's the easiest way okay. I'm going to do this. Four out of five. Four out of five. Make me an intelligence check. Okay. Five out of five. You think that if you take some of the lighter fluid that you have and mix it with some of the other chemistry ingredients you have, you can start making some sort of some sort of chemical that you think will work well against vines. Okay. Uh, or plants in general. But you are unsure. Okay. You're doing this kind of, like, in the moment, so you're you're unsure if this is going to pan out. I don't actually know how this ability works. I've never used it. It just says 30 minutes per point of complexity. I don't know what articulates a point, though. So you're basically trying to create a chemical that's going to kill plants? Yeah. How do you want to kill them? Are you looking for the actual, like, roundup maneuver where it, like, is basically, like, acid up until it gets to their roots and then dries them out and kills them that way? Wait, is that really how Roundup works? Sorry, my thing's dumb. I just... <laughs> I mean, like, they dry... It's supposed to, like, dry out the roots, yeah. As far huh. as I know, so it prevents them from growing and growing back. Thanks. That's it. Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> Anytime. I'm here to help. Uh, yeah, basically, I want it to be some kind of aerosol that I can spray on it, and it finds its way to the heart of wherever the vines are based to kill them at the root. So, basically, yeah. Basically, it's going to be three points of complexity, friend. So so I'll have this in 90 minutes after she's long dead. Perfect. Yes, exactly. Either way, I'm going to start working on that, because I think these vines are going to be a problem after this. And every fucking round of combat is 30 seconds. I'll talk to you fucking in two weeks. Yeah, that's fine. Can I use other... Ab abilities around it like i don't know how that would work i believe you have to concentrate for this because you are you are making a chemical that reaction makes a lot more sense but i wanted to make sure i will double check to make sure while hanging from the rope no i climbed up oh, he's standing next what to the you. fuck jared <laughs> so i, I think up. my visual of what of what <laughs> this looks like is not right uh complexity equal to in okay no i can do that this would be like if combat broke out, and someone's like, oh shit, in an, in two hours we're gonna be hungry, gonna start making our lunch right now. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather not have it when we need it again? Uh, what's your intelligence stat as well, by the way? It's a five. Five? Okay, never mind. Yeah, I was just checking that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is going to be two points of complexity, so it's gonna be an hour. It's gonna essentially be combining one in poison and one in utility. Is okay. essentially how it's going to work. Useful to have in an evil forest. <laughs> yeah. Basically, you're going to be mixing and making these these chemicals as you go. So. That's fine. That's what you're doing. And with the last action this round. Hey, Rhubarb. Yes. Can you dodge for me? You see one of these vines comes at you and tries to grapple you. 38. So, the vine wraps around you, dealing one wound, and now we're going to roll for grapple. So, strength versus strength. I have physical resistance. Okay. And I get a bonus to my grapple, because I'm a cat. Oh, hello. Oh, double explosion. 
Oh shit, you might actually beat this then. It's one strong ass cat. Ugh, and double, and double fours. 37. You are surrounded by vines, but you are not grappled. Ha ha! I'm too small to grapple. I rolled fucking four twos on that, so. Damn. Well, I lucked out. Well, I guess I didn't luck out because I could have beaten an eight without two <laughs> explosions. Right. <laughs> it is top of the round. That was its last action. Are we are we still linked telepathically? Yeah. Uh, Zool. Yeah. Okay. I in your head. I'm not saying this out loud because I don't know if the creature can hear us. Hey, I can try to stun him, and if we're lucky, he'll drop her. Would you be able to pick her up with your telekinesis? Uh, yes, I've actually been waiting for the thing to let go of her so that I can pull her away. Hopefully that's ideal. And um, what I want to do is I want to try to – I'm going to pull – I do have some stun ones that I had pre-made. I want to go go over the stabs on the fucking legs. So as you're flying over – Something you notice, and something everybody inside notices here, out of the vines that were broken and dealt with to kind of start freeing her, from out of those, you notice these flowery sort of skull shapes begin to grow and appear out of it, and they begin to scream, as you notice that this creature has heads attached to it. Still going to do what I'm doing. Yeah, like, you're still going <laughs> to yeah, be able to yes. do what you're doing, but <laughs> yeah. this creature is now actively, like, looking around, and you now see that there are multiple heads to this creature, and it begins to act uh, and move around from there. But yeah, go ahead, do your thing. All right. First, ooh, explosion. 12 plus 12, 24, plus 9, plus 2. I don't know if you want me to do all that. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's more than a 23, so. That, yeah, that is. So, yeah, you hit on that one. Uh, that's going to be three stuns. Cool. And then I'm going to actually do the same thing with the other leg, if it's still up. It is. Ooh, that's a lot worse. Wow, that was way worse. Okay, well, at least we're in agreement. That's a 19 for me. That is going to beat a 19. Sad. All right, I'm going to go with my last action then, and I'm going to try to just pull it off this time. Oh, that's a 15. Oh, 15 will also miss. Whatever. So it is definitely stunned. You hit it the once. Uh, You're going for her leg, right? Like the one, one of the two that's around her leg. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to free her specifically. Yeah. Yeah. So you stun one of the, one of the vines. It stuns the creature, but she's still bound with the last one that you then miss twice. So basically, you're flying through all of these vines, screaming, flowering heads come up (laughs) past you, and you just go, ah, fuck this, fly past them, stab one of the vines, and she's kind of now dangling in the air. Rhubarb, can you shoot that last vine? Same negative, still a negative five. Uh, so 28. 28 will hit. Is she finally released from the vine? Uh, yeah, she falls from the vine, and after she does so, some of the vines begin to retract and move out of the room. As she's falling before she lands into a pool of her own blood, quick question, like, what is her build like? Like, how much does she look like she weighs? 
I know that's a <laughs> improper question, but I'm curious how much will I'm going to have to put into this. How thick is this is this lady? She was very thin and frail. She's also like mid five feet and she's a human. So like you can't imagine she's gonna weigh a and ton. And she lost a lot of blood. I yeah. probably don't even need to use Will for this then. You would assume she's around like a hundred to a hundred and twenty pounds just looking at her. So I don't need to use any Will for this. I'm going to use my telekinesis to move her towards me, uh, towards the window to try to escape from these vines. Sure. Go ahead. Roll it. What am I rolling against? Uh, her plummeting to the ground. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, well, what's the, what's the, what's rolling against me? The ground? Gravity? It's opposed, right? Yes. Like, okay. What, what happens if you roll like shit? Just, she falls and it's just like, uh, I missed guys. I missed. Sorry. Fucking Gwen from Amazing Spider-Man <laughs> 2 happens. Uh, that's gonna be a uh, 39. Oh yeah, you're good. You, uh, you pull her towards the window. I got her, guys. Or, sorry. We got her, rather. Uh, I think about a high five. <laughs> uh, we should... <laughs> the the vines are pulling away now, right? Some of them are. Some of this creature is still stunned, so it's still stuck in the fire. But some of it is, uh, moving out and fleeing out of the building. Oh, okay, so they're not coming after us anymore. Not that you can tell. I mean, yeah, it, it, I did stun it, so I bought you time to escape. If you have time, you may as well take it. I start walking down the wall. Do I need to roll a strength? Actually, no, I'm still using telekinesis to carry her. Yeah, and arachnid, so no. You're good. Is she unconscious? Uh, yeah, she's she passed out at this point. She kind of passed out after she healing bursted. So what do you guys do? You're still in the room, right? Devin and Emmy are still in the room. Yeah. Taking movement does take actions, right? Am I crazy? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, then we're still in the room. Or I am, anyway. You do have free movement. I have two actions left. Yeah, you can get out, no problem. This this creature is mostly stunned, and it's not attacking you, so. Alright, well, if Ramona is safe, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, cool. You bounce. She has been secured. Alright. I do like a cool backflip out the window or something. You can certainly make me an agility check and a style check. Isn't this a third story window? Dude, I love this. <laughs> I'm going in knowing that there is a very low chance that this succeeds, but I still want to do it anyways. <laughs> I'm going to roll a sense to notice you doing this. <laughs> I blackjacked my agility and failed my style. Yeah, it doesn't look as cool as you hope it does, Damn. but you do backflip out the window and land on the roof. Sick. Do I have enough uh, free movement to escape or not yet? Yeah, you're good. Alright. You guys get out. As the round expires and top of the round hits, you see that the remainder of the vines escape out the back of the building and flee into the woods, some of it on fire and catching a little bit of the, the woods on fire as this creature emerges with its Oh god, how many heads does it have now? It has fucking nine head. Uh, you see the three different little, like, vine points where, like, there's this conglomerate of roots and thorns together, and there are varying amounts of these small little skull heads as they all scuttle into the fucking forest. Well, we'll never see them again. Emmy, do you have the ability to heal anymore? 
I, I don't know if this is insensitive. I just heal her. I don't even wait for the finishing of the thought. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. What are you, what are you using there? I, I'm just going to use, I guess I don't know in this game. I, I can just use healing burst, um, to do it. Healing burst would heal one and cost one. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's real. Yeah. Based on my magic pool, that's about what I'm going to do. Just once. Yeah, unfortunately, I I only have two magic pool, and I'll save that last one for an emergency. So, if we can get her to regain consciousness, she probably can rest. Not to metagame, but she doesn't. I mean, you heal the wound, but like, there's a lot of damage done to this girl. You manage to heal her rib cage and stem some of the bleeding with the healing burst. Mm. By the way, all of you guys heal one as well. If anyone still has wounds, I'm back to full now. Besides that, like, she's still looking like she's in rough shape here. Can I use psychokinesis to put some of her blood back inside of her? Wait, hold, hold the, hold the phone. Sorry. I know I just, I know I just used healing burst. I can do both of these at the same time. If I had used variable healing at the same time, could I have just done that for myself? Like, given myself back bull? Yeah. Okay. And since it goes by my rank, so my rank for magic is C. So I'd get, so it's three total. Everybody would heal three instead. And it also doesn't have to be vitality, right? Correct. It can be anything. Okay, so it cost me two, but I gained one. So weirdly, I have three, which is a really strange thing. (laughs) But it works. (laughs) She's still unconscious, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. We need to get her out of the town. Um, We do have our other companion. That's why I was hoping to return her consciousness to ask about it. I, I don't disagree, but we do have her now, and it's really important we get her out of danger now. All right. Maybe we can look at that pile of bodies we saw at the front of town. Yes, and uh, I, I'm not really strong enough to carry her, so uh, I think Emmy is just way more I'm frustrated. I'm using my telekinesis, yeah. and she's just floating in the air. <laughs> yeah. I don't see any limitation on how long you can do this. Is there a rule? I mean, I'm going to have you constantly make checks to continue to hold her for a long period of time. That works. But that's that's the limitation there, is that you're going to have to concentrate on doing this. Like, I can't I can't focus on doing any other actions. I'm, yeah, you're, you're carrying her. Are we looking for more people still? There are two other people from your group who oh, are missing. Two others, okay. Three total. Okay. We didn't see any traces of them in this place, right? No, the only traces you saw of any people were, like, scratch and, like, claw marks and drag marks leading into the building you just came from. Yeah. Wasn't there also, like, a mysterious cathedral in this town that we didn't... Yeah, one of the... that that big creature you fought last week came out of there. Can I roll a sense to see if I sense anything? Sure. Sniffing. You all can roll me sense checks if you'd like. I failed miserably. That's probably a good idea. There's more people to save. Should I not roll for something like that, given the, uh, making the poison? Oh, yeah, you're, you're busy. Okay. Am I allowed to if I'm, if I'm focusing on holding her up? I mean, you can still look around, yeah. (laughs) Okay, cool. Cause I rolled and I got a blackjack and then I immediately was like, fuck, what if this doesn't count? Uh, I failed. Okay. You hear the dogs going, going nuts downstairs, and you think you hear more dogs coming from that big main building in the center of town that you guys are pretty close to. 
Hmm. You also think maybe you hear some kind of chanting, but you can't make it out and you can't quite understand exactly what's going on. I'm pretty certain there's something going on in the cathedral. Uh, Sounds to me like more dogs and potentially some chanting. That's not where that's coming from. I'm talking about the building in the center of town. It almost looks like a town hall. It's like a huge amalgam of misshapen, haphazardly built wooden structures built together into one large building. So Zulroth had his finger out pointing towards the cathedral, and then he's like, wait, 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 not that one. Sorry, I mean that one. And then he points to the one (laughs) in the middle of town. Maybe our companions are there. Do you think we should keep going, or...? I still think that it'd be better to get her to safety than it would be to risk all three of them at the same time. Well, if the other two die, though, she's going to have some pretty bad survivor's guilt. That may be, but that's something we can work through if she's still alive. I don't know if this is a bad idea, but I feel like if we leave to bring her to safety, the other two might die. Who knows, they could have been in as bad of a situation as her. Perhaps one of us can carry her back to our camp and the others can stay behind and try to find the other two what do you all think about that it seemed to take all three of us just to free her right yes well yeah yeah the three (laughs) of us of course (laughs) yeah blair seems like he wanted to focus on making that alchemy stuff or whatever it is he's doing blair do you think that you could carry her back to the camp and then continue that when you get there uh what how do you uh Rhubarb, how do you feel about this? Don't care. <laughs> I mean, I was just going to mercy kill her and leave, so... Uh, who who are the other two? Probably someone should take her back to safety, though. Kind of agree with that. Who are the other two members? I'm sorry, I, d- I never asked earlier. There was no time. I guess I'll just do this out of game, then. Since you guys are, like, at a loss and already roleplayed that you're at a loss. Um, out of game, the two remaining who are missing, Abraham. Is it Abraham and Finch? And Finch, yes. Aha! I did have it written in my notes. I had Finch and Abraham just stacked on top of each other. I went, is it these two? I went, no, it's not. (laughs) That doesn't make any sense. They're just randomly written. Yeah, those, those two are the ones who are missing. Sorry. Sorry to get excited. I was just, sorry. Oh, no, it's all good. Notes for the win. <laughs> yeah. Based on the limited information you have about your current companions, from the sounds of it, Finch is a reporter or investigator from Innsbury, and Abraham is like a former uh is like a former general. So like he's seen his fair share of like combat and duty, but he's now kinda old. Well, Abraham and Finch, huh? Abraham used to be a general, so I feel like his knowledge of war might become might come in handy we should try to find him if we can yeah i mean we should try to find both of them even if they're dead we need to get their bodies back i don't oh yes of course oh uh blair um i wanted to ask you a question i i know that you're currently working on your alchemy ramona here is almost dead and kind of dying instead of having us all bring her back to camp is there any chance that you could carry her to camp and continue your research uh, and alchemy back there so that we can continue looking for Abraham and Finch. Can I? I'm not a particularly strong person. I will escort you. I will not let you go alone. Plus, you have to cross that gap, and, you know, that's probably not going to be easy. 
you would have to physically carry her, so you would have to make strength checks. You would have to make it back through the pathway that you guys came down while carrying her. As far as doing that while mixing your chemicals... Well, no, I would stop doing that for the time of carrying her. Yeah, you think that you could probably, like, put a fucking cork in the, the jar that you're mixing your chemicals in, put away, like, your mortar and pestle as you're breaking down some, like, fucking roots on the roof as this is happening. As far as interrupting your chemistry stuff, no problem. Carrying her? Mm, maybe not. I have a two strength. All right, counterpoint. What if instead we have Blair sit here somewhere safe, just keeping an eye on her condition, and I'll use my telepathy, and he can tell me if they're in trouble? I mean, that's fine with me. Does that do it for you, Emmy? Fine. <laughs> fine. He's so not happy about it. No, he's not. I mean, as as of now, as of now, no no offense to you, Graham, but Blair hasn't, like, done anything like that has, like, inspired confidence in saving lives. You know what I'm saying? He's he's mostly focused on the taking of lives. Yeah, and, and drawing it. I'm not focused on anything about lives other than if I can draw them. I don't give a shit if they're alive or dead. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why he's saying, fine. <laughs> this guy's a fantastical fucking <laughs> Da Vinci over here. It doesn't matter if they're alive or dead, I can get good practice in regardless. Alright, so why don't we get him maybe back over to the bridge? The bridge is like just outside of town, right? Like, it's yes. Not yeah, maybe we should get him over there. So we would make our way back there together just to like set up like a bedroll or something for her to lay down on. I don't know. Maybe he's like sitting on a stump mixing potions and stuff. <laughs> anyway, um, we should probably get going before the, you know, after Abraham and Finch. And I kind of start making my way back to that building in the middle of town. Cool. So I'm going to leave it there before we get into it. And with that, the party splits. You set up a small bedroll and tend to the wounds of Ramona as best you can in your current circumstance. Blair is mixing his potion. Blair makes his magical roundup and watches over the resting, passed-out body of Ramona. The remaining three party members begin to head towards the main building in town in search of their companions. And with that, that is where we will end this evening. If you are still listening at this point in the episode, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for checking out the Warplords podcast this week. Thank you for checking out our new campaign. And if you like what you heard, please spread the word. We are a podcast about a game that's still in beta that not many people know of. So word of mouth is the only way we will be able to spread, grow, and continue making uh, content for you. If you want to see more antics from us, you can check us out on Twitter, uh, Facebook, or Instagram at Warplords and Warplords Podcast. And if you want to try the game for yourself, there's a free beta on DriveThruRPG.com. Just search for Warplords. Until next week, stay safe out there, Internet. <laughs>